recognising him instantly. He was older, of course. He was getting on for seventeen years since she'd last seen him. But he hadn't changed that much. Dark hair, dark eyes, razor-sharp cheekbones in a well-defined face. A good-looking man, although probably not one to be trusted. She waited a moment, thinking he might recognise her, too. But there wasn't even a flicker. Yeah, he said again this time with a touch of impatience. Ava, she said. Ava Cold. The name clearly didn't mean anything to him either. She had, it appeared, been a less than memorable ten-year-old. I'm here about the job? Chris Street shook his head. And what job would that be? He blatantly looked her up and down as if checking out her vital statistics. He didn't seem overly impressed. She thought there was a faint sneer on his lips as he focused on her modest breasts, but she could have been imagining it. Closing the door firmly behind her, Ava advanced into the room. The office was almost disgustingly opulent, with royal blue walls, gold paintwork, and a cream carpet that was soft enough to sleep on. Two crystal chandeliers hung from the ceiling. On the walls, carrying on the theme from the lobby, were three framed paintings displaying the finer points of the female form. You don't remember me, she said. Chris Street's face took on a wary defensive look, as if they might once have shared an intimate moment that had long since slipped his mind. I'm sorry. That's okay, she said, quickly putting him straight. There's no reason why you should. It was ages ago. I'm Ted Gold's niece. You used to come to the car showroom in Kelston when I was a kid. Oh, he said, obviously relieved. And how is Ted these days? Pretty good, I think. He retired to Spain, you know. I haven't seen him in a while. Chris gestured towards the chair that she was standing next to, his demeanour more cordial now that he knew who she was and that he was off the hook. Sit down, please. Grab a seat. Ava lowered herself onto the swing chair, her short dress riding up as she did so. She quickly tugged at the hem, aware as she lifted her eyes that he was staring at her legs. So, you're after a job, he said, his eyebrows lifting slightly. She glanced towards one of the pictures on the wall, looked back at him and grinned. Not that sort of a job. I heard you were looking for a driver. And who told you that? Are you saying it's not true? Chris Street leaned back, folded his arms across his chest and studied her carefully. A smile twitched at the corner of his mouth. To be honest, we usually employ men in that position. Yeah, she said. And how's that been working out? I hear you've had three drivers in as many months. As he didn't deny it, she continued with her pitch. I've been around cars all my life. I'm reliable, trustworthy and very discreet. Anyway, it's sex discrimination saying that you only employ men. What's wrong with a woman? I employ lots of women. Ava gave a snort. So the men drive and the women strip. Is that how it goes? Chris Street laughed, opening his mouth to reveal a row of white even teeth. (laughs) The women don't strip. They dance. And they earn more cash than the men. I don't hear them complaining. She pulled a face shrugging off his response. Look, why don't you give me a trial? I can start any time, straight away if you want. 
I won't let you down. Early mornings, late nights, whatever you need. Give Uncle Ted a bell. He'll tell you how good I am. In Spain, he said. They do have phones in Spain. Chris Street seemed amused by the exchange, if not exactly convinced of her suitability for the job. She had the feeling he was humouring her, but she pushed on regardless. I worked for Alec Harmer for five years. He runs an executive car service based in Mayfair. He gave a nod. Yeah, I've heard of Harmer's. I've got references if you'd like to see them. She took an envelope out of her bag and laid it on the desk. All my details are in here as well. I'm sure your references are excellent. You wouldn't be giving them to me otherwise. But perhaps you could tell me why you left? Ava gave a wry smile. I made the mistake of marrying the boss, and he made the mistake of not being able to keep it in his pants.